Hi there, welcome to Imprints. I'm M. Branson, your host. First things first, welcome back and happy Wednesday. little reminder to uh, check out the written version of this post. You can scroll along as I give you the audio version here and uh, check out some art along the way. So let's get into it. Sometimes one moment can take root in your mind and demand perpetual exploration. It shows up scattered across various future moments mirroring and extending itself, evolving while staying entirely the same. A lot of my art feels like this, though perhaps none more so than our dreams are the same. Born of a moment at the Oregon coast, this artwork has been a metaphorical rock in a pond. I was sitting alone in the quiet backyard of the house my partner and I were renting for a long weekend. Our pup had wandered off to investigate a potential bunny sighting. And I was taking a moment to myself after the hubbub of getting the outdoor fireplace going. Tough life, I know. I remember the moment so intently, though, most likely because of the smell in the air. That cool Pacific Northwest Ocean breeze was hitting the offshore evergreens, mixing with the wood smoke as it curled up into the summer evening. I sipped some wine, and as I sat back in the large Adirondack chair, I looked up just in time to see the moon rising beyond the trees. It was perfectly nested in the negative space formed by their boughs. It appeared to almost be navigating the misty clouds as they migrated in from the water. I had a serene pause as I took in the moment that was quickly followed by a feeling of panic. I reflexively thought, I should go grab my camera. I should capture this. You see, I was actually at the coast to take a break from doing just that, bringing my devices into every experience. I used the time instead to practice something I'd wanted to do more of, resting and just seeing what shows up. So I just sat there. I enjoyed the view, the sounds of my partner tinkering in the house, the coziness of the pup as he popped up into my lap. Then the clouds fully obscured the view and I looked down to see the book I was midway through, sitting right there beside me. None other than Dune, or one of the Dune books. I actually don't know if it was in that first book anymore, or the second or the third. At this point, I'm on the sixth. Almost, almost done with the original series. But regardless, in that moment, as Frank Herbert's name hit my eyes, my mind shifted to how he must have experienced a very similar night, possibly many, as he was formulating that very story along the Oregon coast. You're probably curious what the heck I'm talking about. (laughs) That novel actually originated when he was assigned to write a magazine article about sand dunes of the Oregon Dunes, which is a park near Florence, Oregon. He got over-involved and ended up with far more raw material than was needed for an article, and the article was never written, but it planted the seed that led to Dune. So I just read you a little excerpt from Wikipedia there. 
Florence was much further south than where I was in Manzanita at that time, but still. The Oregon coast is the Oregon coast. It's a very, very magical place. And it struck me in that moment how similar we all are, how connected through time and space. I looked up and saw that the clouds had parted again, just enough to reveal the growing silhouette of the lunar orb as it hung there. The next morning I woke up with the vision still to mine. So after my coffee brewed, I sat down with my sketchbook and captured what felt like a version of a shared dream. The sketch sat for a few months as I contemplated if and how I wanted to move forward with it as an artwork. I initially thought I'd create a vellum works piece based on the sketch, but every time I sat down to do it, I paused. One crisp morning in October, again with a fresh cup of coffee, <laughs> it's my favorite, my go-to every day, I decided to bring the concept into Procreate and progress the work digitally instead. As I tinkered with the piece, simultaneously moving through day-to-day -day life and yes, reading the Dune series, <laughs> I found myself working through additional explorations. I had a desire to play with color as a way to tell different stories to evolve while staying the same. With a flow originally born from my resonance explorations, which were emerging at the same time, and colors based on primaries and secondaries that have been slowly forming an opinion across my non-monochromatic artworks of late, eventually what emerged was an unsuspecting set of artworks. Four of them in total, uh, the colored variety that is. What I love about these pieces, which I'm lately referring to as ripples, is their feeling of being equally complete and ongoing. They are neither here nor there, and yet, they persist. They have an opinion and demand your attention, much as the Oregon Coast evening did of mine. Here's a quote from Frank Herbert from the Chapter House Dune novel, which I'm currently smack in the middle of. Nothing stops until dead, and perhaps not even then, because each life creates endless ripples. So far, I've minted four of these sand and primary color dichromatic pieces as additions to the Ethereum blockchain, and a single dark tone monochrome piece as an addition to Tezos. Intriguingly, the Tezos minted piece, which is named Gravity One, serves as a style bridge of source between the Resonance series, which I've talked about in a previous post about inspiration. I have named the archetype for the Gravity one post as void <laughs> and that irony of being a style bridge and then also being a void is not lost on me a few months ago i would have said i was done with this set this mini series if you will but as i write this today on paper i did initially write this post on paper i have at least one near-term artwork brewing I'm illustrating these as they reveal themselves, and that's become half the fun. It's my own small reminder to self that it's okay for things to take time. Speaking of things taking time, I'd like to highlight something a little bit different and very special. There is an ebook and an audio edition of that ebook available as a giveaway for a member of my community here. It's by M.S. Borland, who is a dear NFT friend, Web3 friend, who 
has launched their debut novel, Deathbringer, as a book and an NFT. As an early uh, collector of this, I actually have the hardcover, hard copy version of the book. It's signed, it's awesome. I have read a little bit of it, but I'm saving it. It's, uh, I'm, a, I'm a nerd <laughs> about my books, as you can tell. The cool thing is she did tiers. So there's the physical, you know, initial collector tier, and then there's what she's calling a bronze NFT tier. And that is an ebook and an audio edition. And as an early collector, she's giving me the opportunity to give one of those away to somebody who is part of my community. So it was totally free. The only, only hitch is that you need to have an Ethereum wallet so that you can uh, receive it when it gets sent to you. So if you're interested in winning this, uh, you need to reply to the written post. Just uh, jump on there, hit the comment button, and tell me what your favorite color is. And that's it. And so next Monday, March 20th, I will do uh, a randomized drawing of the entries for that giveaway and I'll announce who's won in my next post next week. And I'll also reach out via email to the person that won ahead of time. We'll share your uh, your wallet info with, with Emma Sporlin and we'll get that sent over to you. If you have any questions about all of that, feel free to also comment with those. Happy to answer them, but there is a Twitter thread that's linked in the, the written post for you if you want to get some more info about it. As always, thank you so much for being here this week, whether you read or you listened or both. If you enjoyed this at all, let other people know about it. And um, most of all, just thank you. You rock my world by being here. And uh, I just enjoy doing this stuff, so thanks so much. I will see you next Wednesday. And in the meantime, I've also uh, linked there my intro and outro music for anybody who's curious is by Giant's Nest. I actually uh, enjoy rocking out to their stuff while I'm creating sometimes. And um, I'm glad that I get to sub-license their work via Epidemic Sound to bring some color to my, <laughs> to my posts here. Anyway, cheers and thanks so much. See you next Wednesday. Hi there, it's me, back so soon. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please give it a share and be sure to subscribe.